Hello, and welcome to Seroptimus International Voices, where we give a global voice to women and girls. SI Voices is a space where women's stories and issues are heard as we celebrate 100 years of our remarkable organization. We will reveal and rediscover the history of our global movement while educating and informing on many of the key challenges affecting women and girls today. Welcome to SI Voices. My name is Sharon Fisher, president of Seroptimist International, and I'm pleased to be here today with President Connie Matunu from Zimbabwe, Africa, our federation president. And this is a long-time dream of many to have a federation connecting with our local members and our local communities in Africa. And Connie, it's been one year and a month since this new federation came into being. Tell us a bit about yourself and how you became involved with Seroptimist International. Morning, President uh, Sharon. I'm really privileged to be here, and I'm happy to share my journey as a Seroptimist. Uh, it all started in 1997. Um, I was invited to a, a, a tea, an afternoon tea by a client, and she said to me, it's a tea where um, only women are are invited. And I went there out of curiosity. So I went to this this meeting and we had tea in a a garden set up. And um, it was quite an interesting afternoon because um, the ladies that were there started speaking about charity work, giving back to society, and all sorts of interesting stuff. And right at the end, they waited to introduce Soropmism. So we were given some membership packages. So that was that was quite interesting, and that was in 1997. And a year later, our new club in Harare was born. And I became the founding president. Thank you. That's wonderful. President Connie, now that you're finished your first year, tell us about the membership in your federation and um, and how it's working in Africa. We are a virtual federation. I have uh, Since I came into office, I have chartered quite a number of clubs. We are in 28 countries and all of Africa is our area. Um, is our area, and uh, we have uh, unentered areas, unentered countries. So what we are going to do is that uh, we are going to allocate some of the unentered countries to regions so that they do their extension work there. So, yeah, it's quite exciting. I, um, the, I can see that in the future we'll have our clubs, all clubs in, in all African countries. That's what we're looking forward to. It's exciting, Connie. I'm looking forward to that too. Um, can you tell us a bit about yourself and why gender equality and women's empowerment education is so important to women? And how did you become an advocate for women's rights once you got involved with Seroptimist? As, a, as the founding president of um, my club, I found myself in a leadership position. And all those things that we were told on the very first day, they told about Soropnis, what they are about, what they advocate. 
and I knew I could fit into this, and I uh, became quite um, a, a dedicated, if you should say, a dedicated soroptimist. In Africa, we do have challenges uh, that may be different from the rest of the world. So the challenges that we have um, at looking at other women who are less privileged than you, at looking at girls um, and women, um, led me to believe that I could really make a difference to society. Education is a way of lifting up a family financially. So the importance of education and being an advocate, I always say to myself that I'm a good example of a woman who became an advocate and who never thought, well, that a man could take the place of that education that my father so worked for. Interesting. Thank you. So Seroptimist is is always finding the importance of gender equality and human rights in all of our work around the world. And um, in Africa, uh, what are the barriers to gender equality uh, right now? And was it always like this? And what's changed? Um, Tell us about Africa and how the African Federation is responding to these challenges. So in Africa... Like I said, we have, uh, we have many, many challenges. Um, and the, one of the challenges that I mentioned is that of poverty. Well, we have certain societies in the world that are poor, but in Africa, um, so, uh, poverty is, is, a, is a real challenge. We have another challenge in Africa, and that challenge is customary. Look at FGM, female genital mutilation. It's very customary, and it's led by the men. They want their children to have FGMs. That is a challenge because what does that do to a girl child? We were never meant to be mutilated. We were meant to have our whole bodies. So those are the challenges, and those are the the barriers, real barriers that we have to fight in Africa um, to free our girls from these customary uh, habits. So those are, those are really the barriers. And we have certain families that believe that the girl children should not be sent to school. And what they do is they send all the boys to good schools and the girl is sent to a nonsensical school. Those are the things that we as an African Federation need to, uh, to look at on the other on the other hand, we have a lot of um, educated women as well in Africa. So there, these are two extremes where there's a, the extremely educated and live reasonably well, and we have those that are in the rural areas nearly forgotten, not going to school. But those are the ones that we really need to reach out in Africa. Thank you. I've seen. Just a taste of this in our Road to Equality appeal and where we've looked at FGM and child marriage and many of these issues you speak about. So I feel like I have just a little bit of knowledge on these issues 
and just a little bit is heart wrenching to hear the stories. So I I do I do understand coming from a place of privilege in another country how how challenging that must be. Um, tell us a bit about a story that you've been proud of in Seroptimist because you've obviously been able to influence or you've heard of projects within your clubs that are particularly um, heartwarming to hear about. Is there anything that stands out or something you're proud of? Yes, definitely. Because uh, most of the my years as a Seroptimist, now I'm um, 20, going on to 23 years as a Seroptimist, uh, most of my years were spent in Sigby. There was a story when the first tsunami uh, happened in 2004. The SI Jakarta, this Soropnis club, went in to assess the destruction that had happened. They found people without food, without, without shelter, without anything. And this club, which had only a few people, started raising funds for 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 rebuilding this village and you know what that inspired me that blew my mind and i said these women they are only a few women they are soropmis they are my sisters but what they have done to make a difference to the lives of the men women and children in this lamle uh, uh, in this village was was just something that that really touched my heart. I smile when I remember that they raised within the first six months they raised a million US dollars and they started building a school, they started building a clinic, they started building um, a, a a community hall. They built all those structures that are found in a village and they even built the houses. So that blew me. So I knew that it was possible to make a real difference um, as a Soroptimist. We have a club in Zimbabwe that is now, um, that has identified a rural setting where uh, people, women walk a long way to go to a clinic. And so they decided they were going to put a clinic like halfway. And they're in the process of building that clinic. When it's finished, you will see it. We are going to report about it. So those are things. I I mean, I could go on, but they blew me. I've never looked back as a Soroptimist. So um, doing great things, making uh, a a positive uh, impact to girls and children in society has never been better. Thank you. I remember that project well. And I also remember people saying, don't tell, don't tell women that it can't be done or they might not do it because you don't know what can be done until you actually try. And it's simply amazing. Um, yeah, that was an excellent project. Going forward, Connie, we're celebrating our 100th anniversary of our organization this year. What are some of the aspirations that you have for women and girls in the future? What does a gender equal world look like to you? And how do we get there? What are your hopes and dreams? Yeah, so many hopes, President Sharon. I have so many hopes for for gender equality. 
we would like to get rid of child brides. I, I think that should just go away and send, uh, put the men in prison and send the kids to school, the girls to school. That's number one. Um, number two, the FGM that I talked about must just go. People just need to be told that this can happen. We can have a future that is different. We, we, we live in a new normal where the pandemic, where we were, uh, we came into being as, as a, a SI African Federation. We came into being when we could not meet facially. We are a virtual federation. So things can happen. We can do things virtually and make the world uh, 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 different. So we'll continue to send our children to school. We'll continue to send the women who didn't go to school, we'll send them to school. We'll continue to involve them in, in leadership courses so that they don't feel that they are not good enough. We'll continue to give them the confidence that they deserve. And we'll continue them to, to make them feel that they matter in life. They, whatever they do matters. You are a human being. You are somebody who we'll continue to tell them that they are somebody. And we are going to build people who are somebodies. Thank you. And it's so exciting to know of all of the countries in Africa that have Seroptimus clubs now, how well placed we are to do this work. And like you say, by sharing information from something across the world, because of course we're in over 120 countries, we can share that information and it makes us stronger as an organization because we, we, we have resources to help us find our way when things get difficult. Um, we're so well placed to do this work. It's, uh, it, it's just a wonderful experience being involved. And um, I want to thank you so much for joining us today and sharing some of the work in the African Federation and um, celebrating one year um, with our organization, of course, many of your members have been with us much longer, but as a dedicated African Federation, I am so excited about the future and what it brings. All of your members are so vibrant and just so committed. It's, uh, it's wonderful to work with them. So thank you so much for being with us and sharing today. Thank you, President Sharon. Thank you for involving us in the celebrations of the 100 years. We are yes, we are one year old, but uh, we really look forward to the celebrations. We are here together. Thanks so much. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in to join us today, and please join us next time on SI Voices. You've been listening to SI Voices, a podcast hosted by Seroptimist International. Follow us on social media for our latest news and updates at Seroptimist Global on Facebook and Instagram and at Seropta Tweet on Twitter. You can also check out our website, seroptimistinternational.org. Please join us next time on SI Voices.